problem is with that beautiful soul-stopping idea that it's wise to seek immortality because time defeats all other ambitions, that here's this statement, but what does one do with it? If it's seen clearly, then there's a natural inclination on the part of the person to want to go into it, to understand that. Let's see, time is going to defeat all my ambitions, so I should seek immortality, but what the heck does that mean? And I want to put this right at the start of the talk that we have together. It is, it is incumbent upon you to not believe a word that I say. You, as individuals, must be the ones who do the diligent interior work to discover for yourself whether something is true or not. Because if you don't do that, you have nothing different than you've ever had before. You'll have only another set of ideas, another ideology, another thing to compare someone else or something else to that changes nothing except for the way in which you're separate again from that which you're looking for in your heart of hearts. What is it when it means wise to seek immortality? Listen, because this is what we're going to be looking at. Only love is immortal. Only love is immortal. And it isn't until we start looking at ourselves, understanding certain things about our own lives, that so many things come into focus. You've seen movies where they start and the long range lens is slightly out of focus and as you're listening to the music and, and it starts to come into focus and you start to come in in yourself and suddenly you're able to see what the intention was of the director, what he wanted to bring you in into in that moment. It's very much the same with all that we need to look at and examine as men and women who are going to be honest with ourselves about love. For instance, and let me get you right off the get-go here to be honest about love. How many of you would kind of agree in one way or another that love ain't all it's cracked up to be? And come on, be honest. Now, I'm not saying, you know, you meet somebody, you, you, if for the first 32 minutes, it is all that it's, I mean, there's no question about it. Because you can't get enough. I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. <laughs> oh. And then her wig comes off. <laughs> Meaning, maybe his comes off today. <laughs> Something, listen, because it's so important to understand this, I like humor, I love humor. It's so important that we relax our hearts from time to time. But don't ever think that it, this isn't the most serious thing you will ever discuss. What does it mean that it's not all that it's cracked up to be? It means for us that gradually through whatever process it is, and let me tell you something, it's a correct process. It is accurate and true and right and just that it becomes a sense of being incomplete with another human being. It must be that way. Because what we're looking at in our relationships with one another, what we're looking at is not the same as that which drew us into that relationship. 
Something else altogether, a completely different nature, brought us into relationship with another human being for the purpose of doing something within us and with the other person that could only be accomplished with the other human being. Oh, where would we be without, there would be nothing without relationships. They are the, the ground, they are the apparatus, they are the effect and outcome and the start again of everything important to a human life. No matter what that relationship is with a beautiful man or woman or a bird, it makes no difference. The question is, and this is what we're trying to get to here, is what happens when we start to recognize that, you know, I love you. You may be your mother, your father, your brother, your sister, your wife. Your I love you. I do. I love you. I would die for you.